What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my far right by Rachel Mogan. <laughs> What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. Yo. And today we're greeted or joined by our special guest, Spencer Tullis. Oh, say hey. it in the accent. Oh, sorry. Spencer Tullis. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer Tullis. There we go. There we better, go. Better. That Scottish last name. That's it, man. Yeah. Great. Gaelic last names. We love them. I l- man, I wish I had a Gaelic last name. I just got Wilson. That's all I got. Yeah, it's, it's lame. It's good, strong Mocha's British last name. Yeah, you know? I know. You know, it's got it's got the it's got the uh, the history behind it, but just no no fun, no fun behind <laughs> the, the, the sound. They no. tell us Mogan is Scottish, but I don't think I buy that. True. But if you can go by your last name, you get a good last name. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If, yeah, that's if true. everyone that's calls you Mogan, if everyone calls me Wilson, then they're just like, oh, you're Tim the Toolman Taylor's neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, whatever, whatever. it's all good. Whatever. But if this is your first time listening to Team Chat Podcast, it's a video game podcast where we talk about. Obviously, video games and the ones we love through top three lists, discussion, debates, and reviews every once in a while, and also with guests. And so, also, if you would like to send us any questions or any other communication, please do so by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube page where you can watch these fun videos each and every week. Also, if you would like to support the show, please go to check that out at patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast. And if you do, you will get some cool perks, like the episodes early before their Tuesday release. And we'll figure out something to do with the video, too. The video should be a perk in some way. Okay. We'll figure that out at some point. You know, never know. But if you don't, that is totally fine, because we still love making this podcast we'll each and every week and delivering great content we'll to you. We'll correct it for the Patreon. <laughs> no, I do that anyway. I already gave that, I already gave that perk away. <laughs> I just, color correct it? Basically. Oh, I just basically. do a quick, a quick yeah, one. A quick yes. one. Just be like, sweetening. A little sweetening on top. That's all it is. <laughs> but if you would like to do that, please head over to patreon.com slash podcast. And I'm done with the business. Oh, right. you proved me wrong. I know, right? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got nice. me. Nice. Thank you. You need Thank the you. adversity like, in your face. You need it. I, I do. I do. You, I need you, to know which mountain wrong. I'm going to climb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I climbed it. Planted my flag. I'm helping. That's exactly what I'm She's Donkey Kong and I'm Mario trying to climb up the ladders and she is throwing the barrels down at me. All right. Well, we do have, before we get into the main topic of everything, we do have one question. Emailed in to us, teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, by our good friend, Cody Peck. And Cody writes. First of all, yay, Cody. <laughs> yeah, yay, no, we haven't heard from Cody. Cody. All right, here we go. While. So Cody says, hey, guys. Cody again. Hope you guys are doing well. We are. Thank you. <laughs> I just finished your episode on indie games, and I thought I would jump in with one that I am currently playing that is pretty great. It's called Fury, F-U-R-I, and I'm playing it on the PS4. It was actually the free game this month with PS Plus, which, by the time you're listening to this, is probably gone so sorry everybody it's the july game i think i'm gonna try to snack did he write that because that's no, like something he would write <laughs> no i'm i'm saying that to everybody so they're not like oh Ooh, i'm gonna go get it no sorry it's already gone sorry not sure if it is for other consoles or not but it is great you play as this person trapped inside of a prison that is kind of like in space or another dimension or something and one day you escape and the whole game is you traverse to the next area by very slowly walking and fight a boss rinse and repeat the bosses are awesome and very difficult, and it gives you a very loose idea of the story, but where I've gotten a lot of things are still shrouded in mystery. Oh, wait. But where I've gotten to a lot of things are still shrouded in mystery about who you are, why you're in a prison, and the general story. I highly recommend it. It looks check, pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm going to. I think I'll, I'll, see I'll download it. Screenshots here. Yeah. That yeah. sounds right on my Whoa, alley. this actually yeah, that's this pretty is like cool. a, a future prison? I guess so. I was thinking of like, you know, no, Iron it's a present bars. day, present day prison. <laughs> Haven't you been to prison lately? Sorry for inquiring a little further. I would say, yeah, this, um, well, okay, I'm getting one screenshot over and over. What's going on? That's probably just like the cover art that's that's in the store or whatever. It might be my phone. It might be the Google (laughs) search, yeah. 
It's maybe a, that's a weird iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, your mind it is. I don't know what's happening there. That's got the components of good indie games, ambiguous beginning. Yep. Yes. All indie that's games. What you like about like that, limbo. That's I'm just saying nice. all good indie nice. I'm not saying that's the component need to make a good indie game. I'm saying all good indie games have that component. Yeah, not gonna not gonna disagree with you there. I'm just saying. Cody says, and on to my question. Since you guys are so eager to get some, we are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for making get us feel some? loved. <laughs> Questions. Oh. <laughs> Questions. I mean, yeah, sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. Both. When it comes around. Yes, yeah, when it comes around. <laughs> Uh, have you considered doing a team chat let's play TCLP as it calls it <gasps> TCLP I which like just more it. and more sounds like a drug every single time yeah. we, like TCP sounds Today's like a- that should be an illegal drug <laughs> yeah, it but you know I'm going to take it TCLP. maybe that's how we should really be making our money selling TCP we need to get into drugs yeah seriously <laughs> that is good money we are, we are missing out on yeah, a lot of money there. live streaming <laughs> But he says, have you considered doing a team chat let's play team chat TCLP of your favorite video games but with a twist where you would all play each other's favorite games. Example, Zach could play oh. Rachel's favorite, Rachel could play Jarrett's favorite, and Jarrett <laughs> would play Zach's. All while having the three of you comment while playing together. Oh. I think it would be, very, I be very fun to listen to your three antics while watching you guys My play. That would be fun. is so antagonistic. I think it would be really fun. Which it would, would be really fun. fun. It would be <laughs> fun. But I foresee us getting like angry. Like, well, I would be angry at, like, no, you just suck at, at whoever's it. playing Wind Waker. I'd be like, just get right. in the boat. Right. Just, just go get, this just, way. Oh, just, God. This just backseat driving hardcore. Yeah. And if you guys are playing Halo, it's you backseat know what I'm going to do. Backseat boating, like, God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that'd be fun to do, but we'd have to like really produce it. So I'd like to figure out how to do it well. Yeah, I'd love to start doing Let's Play. Is that what you guys do? It is. So we'd have to figure out. So Look at what Jared has done already. We'll just meet up and we'll have this and we'll make something great for you, Cody. So we'll work on that. We'll work on that. See what we can do. I like it. And he says, and this has been another email by your dedicated listener, Cody. Join to my right a computer and to my left a wall. Until next time. <laughs> I love the sign He's off, Cody. pretty oh, funny. Oh, that's actually hilarious. That's funny. I've never thought about making fun of that specific part. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, you're, but that's a good one to like poke fun at. To my left. Because that is every time. Yeah. To my right. Intro and the exit every single time. <laughs> All right. If you ever switched it up and did Zach first, I think I would lose my mind. See, yeah. I thought I was like, going to throw you off because I said to my far right. right. No, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You're like, look over your shoulder. And I was quite pleased with myself to be able to go on the fly like that. Yeah. But, you I know. thought for sure you were going to go Spencer first. No. Oh, he no, gets, no, he no. gets the esteemed honor of being named last, oh, last. as the guest. Yeah. So. I didn't realize it was an honor. <laughs> Quiet guest host. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, Spencer, tell us about yourself. Well, <laughs> you're, you're friends with Zach. I know that. Yeah. And so, and all that. But yes. so like, you know, yes. how'd you get into gaming? How do you and Zach meet each other? Cause I knew it has to be with, it had some relation to gaming. Yeah. Me and Zach have a very interesting, <laughs> um, you know, come to friendship. Uh, so to start off with my gaming history, uh, my brother first showed me a video game where we installed doom on my grandparents' PC. <laughs> I'm sure your grandparents very, were very confused. They, they did not know. I think my brother hid it in a file under a file. And my grandparents did not know how to computer know how to run a computer even today. Um, they're very conservative, and I'm sure if they found that, there would have been a huge freak out. Satan has taken over our <laughs> yeah, computer. <seriously. laughs> yeah. So Doom was one of my first games. Uh, then my parents got us a Sega Genesis, nice, and that's nice. when <laughs> That's when the N64 was releasing. So my cousin was getting the N64 and I was getting the Sega Genesis. But 
That was a good start to video games for me. Um, and then, of course, moved through Xbox, which changed my life, PlayStation, all that good stuff. Um, worked at GameStop, sorry, y'all, for a good <laughs> while. I, I, I still hold I still hold that. that I mean, granted, yes, some you people hate grudge? it. No, no, I think that would be fun. Oh, yeah, it would be fun. Because you just get, I, like, every time I've gone into GameStop, there's always been, like, the guy working there is talking games with the people who are shopping. And I'm just like, hey. Well, there was a point in all fun. of our lives probably, especially for me, it's where you had to go to GameStop. Oh, yeah. And, well, you didn't go to Best Buy. You, yeah. didn't, you yeah. had to go to GameStop. You couldn't so order you yeah. no, from him or someone? Had, yeah, no, it no. was so much fun. Well, before I started working there. Yeah. It was fun at the beginning. Being like a game advisor yeah. is a lot of fun. That's cool. You do get are, to sit is around Is that talk. what they're really called? They're game? called oh, GAs, the Game Advisors. Oh, game Advisors. I want that on my resume. I'm just going to go work part-time. I'm going to go work part-time at the one down the street. Um, but GameStop is super corporate. I don't know how it is now. It's probably still super, super corporate. Yeah. Um, especially now that they're coming down and defeat, you know, versus digital downloaded games. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so me and Zach, we met each other when we were in middle school on Rainbow Six Vegas. Really? No, not Vegas. What was Rainbow, it? Rainbow Six, Six? Just Rainbow Six, uh, two. It would, I know Broken Arrow was the Black Arrow. Broken Arrow, even Broken better. Broken Arrow, Black Arrow, <laughs> something Black, like that. It's Black Arrow. <laughs> anyway. We did play Black Arrow together. I, I didn't realize we did. that we played. I, that's actually, I forgot. So we played that before Halo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and that was Halo like, 1 was out. and then But Rainbow Six was the first big game for, for Xbox, Live. Xbox Live. It was. Along See, with some other crappy games. Yeah. Unreal Championship was there, too. Yeah, and that was a yeah, big yeah. game for me. That was like Unreal Championship, then Rainbow. That's where I met. Yeah. You, I guess, and then uh, Elliptical the Crew, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Killer J, Killer J, T two thousand, and Zeus. You remember those guys? Smoke you, the clan. Smoke you. They got. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of people that I met. Safealani. This I, I met a bunch of people on the game. I was living in Waco, Texas at the time, and he was still in Virginia. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then so we played up through. I think college it just got too busy for me, and I. I really kind of had an exodus from games in general. I quit GameStop, stopped playing games. College was just too busy for me. Um, and then I got back into games after college, just purely PC. That's all I played. Love PC gaming. Um, and then I most recently, I think last October, bought an Xbox One. And all these dudes were still <laughs> playing Halo. <laughs> you were like, you can't throw some more variety in here, guys? Come well, on. Well, Halo was a big game that we also played besides Rainbow Six, right? We played a lot of Halo together. We played a, a lot, lot of Halo 2. We played a lot of Halo 2. We were good at yeah, Halo 2. Yeah, Halo 2 I'm not trying to honk win. my horn. Right, but I've but, done it before oh, the podcast. This is in We've Zach's done... leaderboard days, right? Yeah, that's yeah. when I was like getting into competitive was, gaming. For a while, I, t- I was top 200 in Rumble Pit. Yeah. I was, I was yeah, kicking yeah. ass. I had middle school, had nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> or high school, whatever. Oh, high school. So much fun. That's it still the so, pinnacle oh my God. of my gaming experience. Halo we would too. spend hours yeah, all night. We just we just, just talk. Just sit there and talk. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't even That's play sweet. half the time. <laughs> just had a big group of guys in like a room, yeah. just talking, just yeah. having fun. It's nice. It's how you connect. It's how you connect. It's together. weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> strange. It is strange. So I didn't realize that it was that long ago. I thought there was more of a recent connection. That like you guys... it blows my mind well, that Spencer predates the Halo days. Yeah, that is. I thought this was like a couple years ago, kind of or since he too. lived here. I thought it was because However, it was when you were. Lived if you had here. met me. You met me before. You met me last summer. Yeah, that's before we met up. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. you guys hadn't met in person yet. So, and if you had mentioned Aww. a cheat code to me, I'd probably be like, I don't. Really, I kind of remember him. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, right. So I got onto. I was hesitant to buy Halo Fives because the reviews were kind of shot. I think it got like a six, which it deserves a six on single player. It sucks. Single player is no good. The multiplayer is still 
That's the crispest yeah. first person shooter you can get. Yeah. It's challenging. It's it's balanced. It's great. Um but anyway, so I logged on to Halo after purchasing it, and all these guys were still online. So I I think they just invited me to the party. And I was <laughs> like, so. Oh hey guys. It's like all of <laughs> it's us. It's like six years. <laughs> it's like five of us. It's like no time has yeah. passed. It was it was up, like man? that. It yeah. was just like right back into the right. into the firefight. Yeah, you go um, rockets, I'll go snipe. Yeah, so yeah. And, and we started <laughs> Call outs and all that kind of stuff all over again, and then uh, I w- I think Zach was like, "Hey, um, so what are you doing these days?" And I asked everybody, and Zach was like, "Oh, I'm a film." And then yeah. uh, Lithgow, another buddy of ours, was like, "Yeah, I'm a coach," and then I'm a doctor. Yeah, and the rest of the guys, doctors. and I was like, "I'm in banking," um, mm-hmm. and which was really strange. Like, you know, all these kids who you grew up playing Halo with now having careers. Um, but then you I was like, like, "That guy shouldn't be a doctor." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "You seen the way he shoots?" You seen the way he shoots? He's not accurate. <laughs> he's not accurate. He's terrible. To do <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Train of thought. So, but I said I was in Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah, and and no, I mentioned that I Maybe also had a part time job at Whitehorse, which is a bar. That's right. Um, That's right. And I was working security, and he was like, "Wait." <laughs> You work at Whitehorse? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, really? <laughs> and so later, I'm working security. I'm just standing around looking for people to kick out. And this kid is like sitting there staring at me from the corner of the bar. It's true. It's true story. And I'm like, what oh is and this? And I'm just staring at you. Yeah, just I'm like, like, what is this kid's problem? Creeper? He's about to get thrown out. <laughs> I walk up and he's like, a cheat code? <laughs> like, Oh, Terminator Z. Terminator Z. I can, yep. I can absolutely imagine our friend Chico. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh we hugged and then you went yeah. back to work. We, we and hugged a, and then and we beer. just hung out. Yeah. You know? That's out. the nice. best story That's awesome. ever. How many op- – because I was thinking – and there's a, there's other things I probably should have done that would have been more interesting. How many opportunities does one person get in their lives that I had with you – I knew who you were when None. I got there, but you didn't know who I was. Did you like oh, Facebook yeah. stalking? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I saw you on Facebook, uh, okay. and you said you worked security, and I saw this guy working security, you know, I saw him walking like, around security. That dude kind of looks did like a guy name Facebook say stalking. No, I don't know like, how I, like, knew. Maybe I saw a picture of you on Facebook. But yeah, I was trying to... One time in your life where, like, this, you didn't know who I was. I was just looking at you because I thought it would be funny, and you were just like, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> and I was like, this is hilarious. I'm going to write it out. That's awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. Now we're best friends. Yep. Forever. Nice. You know? Forever. Yep. Never letting you go, Term. Nah, no. We're too good together. <laughs> he's, he's my uh he's my savior in uh Overwatch. He's saved me many times with yeah. the Maywall. Oh, the Maywall. Yeah. Nice, yeah. very nice. Please, don't, don't move. move. Don't move. <laughs> Sweet. Well, since you are the guest the guest on this episode, you are the one who gets to choose the topic. And we got it Zach told us briefly what it what it was, but he didn't go into super detail. Okay, okay. So fill us in on what we're going to be talking about today. So basically, um, I have a background in visual arts. Um, my dad's always been into art, into art, and I've always been into art. I'm a painter myself. Um, and so vi- art and video games is an amazing thing. Just Definitely. concept art, environmental art. Um, and that makes or breaks a, a feeling in a game. Um, I don't know. So, for instance, I mean, Skyrim, incredible, incredible concept art, and it came out into play. Um, The Division, not so great. It's kind of boring, you know? Like, it's just buildings and people running around in regular-ass clothes. Like, it's not that fun. Um, So, I wanted to know, uh, your top game, visually, whether it's aesthetic or something that drew you in or just something that's 
what is your favorite aesthetic of a game? Um, and Man. then there's going to be a follow-up question, which is, hold on, let me get my notes out. <laughs> While I he's like doing that. What, what, what are your notes written on the back of, by it's the way? a bank form. <laughs> <laughs> it's a teller form. It's the closest thing I had to me. Um, so what draws you into a game visually? So I'm talking about, um, you know, what is the artistic style? Okay. Uh, for me, I really like dark, gothic Kind of like Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls, Diablo two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, and then, what visual style do you not appreciate? Mm. Like, I love Overwatch. Overwatch is a fantastic game. I love StarCraft two, but I hate Blizzard's art style. Mm. I hate Blizzard's art style. I just can't stand it. Yep. I don't know why. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I have so, a lot. To, yeah, there's a lot. To, I mean, I have a lot yeah. that comes to my mind. That I know that I've there was an episode I think that someone asked us to make our perfect video game, wasn't it? Yeah, a long wasn't time ago, a, a, long a, time ago. A, a guy he and we just haven't got around to it. Oh, before we before we, but get we into did this, you're kind of like barely off frame, so I didn't know oh, if you, if you wow. lean all the way back. Oh, I, yeah, so, go keep further back, Brogan. I just want to let you know so that way, so that way, Too if you watch in. it later and you're like, yeah, Jesus, why did Jared cut me off out of frame? And I'm just letting you know. That, just yeah, it's just like it's just it's right here. Just grab me right now. <laughs> just share it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so I, yeah, you want me to start? So yeah, go ahead. Go give, ahead. Give I us mean, a, I, give I, us there's a, good a lot example, that I can good say. Stuff. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier, you know, dark and gothic kind of kind of work like Dark Souls. You know, Dark Souls is is incredible just because you walk out into. A setting and it's and it's just castles and buildings and then there's things in the distance. There's objects moving around the air and also the characters. The character design is incredible. Um, Dark Souls is also a game. You, uh, I'm sure it's kind of obscure, but you die so often, you have to go through levels so often that you can really take in the environment. Yeah, right. With a lot yeah. of games. It's great that I have to replay through. this so many times. Look at how much I'm absorbing. <laughs> I can really appreciate it. <laughs> but you pick up little things. Uh, uh, I think the most recent Dark Souls 3 me and my friend had a big discussion about the library. I'm not sure if you guys I haven't have played Dark Souls 3 yet. Books are for chumps! You're a Dark Souls fan. Uh, yeah. I haven't played Dark Souls 3, though. That's okay. fantastic. It's incredible. But there's a, there's a level where it's all books in this giant um, kind of... Uh, you're describing my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. It's Dark Souls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but there's um, tubs of candle wax. And the wax is like overflowing and it's surrounded by these bad guys that have candles on their heads. Mm. And then arms come out of the books like a nightmare, you know, and it's and it's, the level design is so awesome. You go up in a spiral up this level and then you get up to the roof. But that level, for some reason, was just amazing. Well, it sounds very realistic. I mean, yeah. is realism something that you require for a I game think, to be like, is that really what your kind of perfect game would be? I think I am drawn yeah. to realism yeah. uh, in the same way, you know, cell shading. I can appreciate uh, like Jet Set Radio Future. Of that's course, what that's, I was going to talk about that and cell shading and cell shading is yeah. incredible in that game. Wind Waker, great mm -hmm. cell shading. Um, but I hate like Overwatch. It yeah. feels like I'm playing a, uh, a cartoon, a, a cartoon, yeah. like a Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which initially, see, I'm with you in that I need, re I prefer realism. Like that's why I, or art style that is real. It's not necessarily has to be a real setting like Dark Souls, you know. Right, it's but like but, but just it like looks, a, looks real, real, feels real. Yeah. 
So when I first heard about Overwatch and like, I was like, oh, Blizzard's making a shooter. Oh, that's cool. Like mm-hmm. they've usually just made like RTS games there or in, st- in RPGs. But, and then the first images of it started coming out and I was like, a big talking gorilla? What? <laughs> you know, I, I was very much like, what are you doing here, Blizzard? And then I saw, and then Still they, a shooter, right? they announced, yeah, that's kind of why I was like, I was like what is this? Is this going to be rated E for everyone? Because, uh, fuck e off. for everyone. <laughs> you know. Um, I think it made a T rating, right? Yeah, it's Do a you T. you know there's blood in that game? There yeah, is. There, there is. is. Very there small is. amount. Like, yeah, if you hit people. Yeah, more than Halo yeah. 5. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's, true. that's impressive. I forget Halo 5's T, too. Yeah. It is. That's right. It I forget is. about the that. first Halo game that's, that's rated T. That's, that's and that's, I mean, and there is a conversation there with the aesthetics and what you kind of prefer. Because in Halo 3, this is going to sound sadistic, but I used to love to see where blood would go. After I killed somebody. Splatter. Yeah. Well, we've talked about Unreal Tournament. Yeah. How we love to turn the gravity off and the blood all the uh-huh. way up. Yeah. <laughs> like the body's like cut in half and like fly up. But then I saw that, you know, I saw Blizzard's first cinematic that they made for it with the two kids in the museum that's like the Overwatch museum. And I got a feel for what they were trying to do with the game. And I was like, okay, I'm way more on board now. And now that I've played it, I still like it. True, yes, it's an odd art style for sure because it is very much a cartoon feeling, yeah, yeah. which makes, which does have that weird juxtaposition of, well, then why am I mercilessly slaughtering everyone that I come in contact with? But, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, so I've, I've grown to love it more than I thought I did when I first saw it, I will say. it For me, for Overwatch, for example, it seems to fit the aesthetic fine, but you compare it to a game like Jet Set Radio, something about Jet Set Radio for me calls forth more of a cell-shaded atmosphere. There's yeah. some sort of complementary... Um, uh, juxtaposition there then is actually working on a level that feels like like I feel like Overwatch could be a little different and it would still work fine. Jet Set Radio on the other hand I feel like almost should be that way. It, like it, it's it, dependent upon it. Yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. much more of like integrated right. with each other like the gameplay style plus the look. Where Overwatch which which I've which I've become to like as well, but if if I were to make a per, my game, it would not look like Overwatch. No. Yeah. Overwatch would be so interesting if it was Based on realism, yeah, it'd be so weird. it wouldn't it'd make be, sense. It'd, yeah, it'd, it'd be, be so it'd trippy because, so yeah. like, Winston's running around looking like a real gorilla with like a suit on. I'm like, what so the weird. fuck? Like, <laughs> it'd be awesome if somebody made like a short, you know? Yeah, yeah, but like, cool. you know, some tr- characters would be cool, like Tracer, Reaper. Uh, yeah, I could almost see McCree. it. Honestly. Like, you I could, could see it, but see. some of them are kind of out there, and you're like, what is yeah. this? Like, I don't know. But uh, one game though that I will say the and I and I don't know if it's necessarily the art style, but it's the art style combined with the marketing that I was just like no, and I didn't I didn't like the game anyway. <laughs> but uh, Battleborn came out about the same time, a little oh, bit earlier. Yeah, of, I saw you playing of that. Overwatch. I just got the beta, played, it, and I was like no. Not oh, for me. that's the but game. I'm, that's from, Gearbox. Yeah, that makes. Um, what's the game that they make? The other one, Borderlands. Borderlands, Borderlands which yeah. I love the art style. Of Borderlands. I I appreciate the art style in Borderlands. It's yeah. cel shaded though, right? It's Isn't more. It? It's almost like a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. style. Yeah, it's really like thick black. Style. Okay. Really yeah. thick black lines, kind of like comic book style. Okay. Um, but the reason with Battleborn is so. The, in all of their marketing and like the trailers and everything before they put out for it, they're like, "You're a badass." They even say it in the trailer, and they're like, "Badasses from all over, badass, 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 mm-hmm. badass." And then you look at the characters and yeah, their I'm art badass. style that they chose, and they're like, "Okay, you don't feel like I don't feel like a badass, and they don't look like badasses to yeah. me." And it's and so even watching the trailers as as part of the like, "Be a badass," and I'm just like, 
but none of these characters I'm seeing First in front of, of me all, look like badasses. I don't like being told what to do. Yeah. Problem number one, <laughs> yeah. I will be whoever I want to be. Second, I agree. It's like, why you don't... Why would you try to sell me this story that you are clearly not backing up with your artistic styling? Yeah. Like, the disconnect doesn't make any sense. Right. The game that I saw you playing, I was like, oh, this looks fun. Mm-hmm. And I was really thinking of it the looks sense childish. of, like, it looks childish. Yeah, it looks, it looks like it could be a kid's game. So to hear that that's how they were marketing it is like baffling to me. Yeah. Why, why would they do that? Yeah. And I and I don't know. I don't know if that's why that game didn't do so well or if the people yeah, were just like, like, oh, like, we don't, don't need hear Like, you got to know mobile. your audience. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think they tried to play off of Borderlands, which is very much like you are a badass, and it's true, you are a badass. You you get ridiculous weapons that blow people to smithereens all over the planet of Pandora, and so that's what they've been into. That's what they've been known for. And then he, and then they're like, "We're trying to sell our new game, and it's just as much action as as Borderlands, and it's not. It just doesn't work, and it just didn't work." Did anybody play Zone of the Enders? Oh yes, incredible! That's game. a good obscure incredible. game. Mark that played. one down for, for obscure uh, games. What was it on? It was for PlayStation Two. It and was. The reason me and my brother got it was because they had. And shout out to Blue Fire, Luke, love you. Um, the reason me Blue and my Fire. brother got it. Swing the hammer. Uh, swing the hammer. See <laughs> <laughs> so We uh, he was playing as um, Reinhardt. Reinhardt. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he didn't like know how to. Swear. I don't know. And our buddy Elithical, <laughs> who's like a hard, was, who's like competitive. Yeah, Overwatch was, player. Like, yeah, very competitive. Yeah. Uh, evidently, Luke was not swinging his hammer, <laughs> and Elithical was repeating it like like a ship a ship was sinking. <laughs> swing the swing hammer, the hammer swing, swing the hammer. hammer. Apparently, Luke just got offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so Zone of the Enders was uh, the reason me and my brother got it was because it had the demo disc for Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> it was just the beginning where you were on the boat of uh, you were you were on the Russian boat in Metal Gear, hunting down the Metal Gear or the nuclear weapons, something like that. You know, Metal Gear stuff. <laughs> Metal you know? It's all, it's, it's all discombobulated. Um, but Zone of the Enders was also made by, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who produces all Kojima. the Kojima. Kojima. Yeah, Kojima. Yeah. Uh, amazing soundtrack. Uh, he's you haven't dude. listened to he that? great soundtracks. Zone of the Enders, incredible soundtrack. Um, but the art style, it was, it was made on the Fox engine. So mm-hmm. the same engine as Metal Gears. Um, so it was very realistic, but you were in a mech. Right. It was awesome. Okay. Yeah, you around. were like in a Gundam. That's, was, that's this awesome. was during my Gundam wing phase. So yeah. I was yeah. very yeah, into, was very into mechs. <laughs> um, and so it was a 3D action kind of shooter. Uh, and you were flying around, go up and down. Um, you really had a lot of freedom of movement yeah, where yeah, you could you like just move around in space. It was pretty interesting. Uh, all the robots look like Metal Gear, so it was wow. incredible. That's one of my favorite favorite, favorite art styles. The metal, The guy who does all the Metal Gear illustrations and the concepts incredible um but the second game zone of the enders second runner was cell shaded after that mm. fox hmm. game i did it was, not play the second one i don't think anybody no. did the second I, one actually did <laughs> terribly not been a third. i did know that there was a second yeah. one, but actually we rented the original zone of the enders from blockbuster and nice. i think my mom was like out of town so dad was like Psh, yeah, that's fine and then mom got back and i think it was rated t for teen or something and we she were like, like 10 at the time it. and she was like no so she was, <laughs> we had to take it back and Absolutely. i was like no mom teen? No. there's nothing wrong with it and she did not believe us but that's that's an example of of a developer you know using art style that I really really enjoyed um and then I think they just handed it off to maybe another studio or yeah. like that and they went back to this kind of cartoony animeish just didn't do it for didn't me. work 
Well, I have a question for you, Mogan, because I think Zelda has been through probably the most artistic evolution. Very it, true. It, or I, yeah, I wouldn't right. even call it evolutions. It's just just variations. Transition. Yeah, variation. because each Zelda game is di- looks different artistically. Like That's a lot. That's how different. it should be. It's cool. It, it looks it fresh. It does. It it's it cool fresh. that they, they need have... to do a Wind Waker style Halo next. Uh, <laughs> Master oh, Chief no, is that. That's a really good idea. You can quote me on that. That's another question I'll come back to. It's like Halo 1 versus Halo 5 and like what I guess there's the difference there. But anyways, I'm curious about uh, Zelda and what is either your favorite or what do you think reflects the atmosphere of the game best? Like which one complements each other? I mean like Skyward Sword, for example. That that did a... Pretty, did you play that one? I did. <laughs> Don't insult me. How dare you? First of all, how dare you? Second of I all, Skyward Sword, it did. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish. Um, you Skyward Sword got a lot of mixed reviews. I think it's a very underrated installment in the series, and a huge part of that is artistically. Skyward Sword's artistry was, I thought, gorgeous. People really panned it as being like a bizarre fusion of the cel-shaded graphics you had from Wind Waker and the more realistic graphics you had from Twilight Princess. That's that's pretty much like the new one too, right? It is. The, so but the, the new, new one, one does look good. Yeah, uh, see, that's the really thing. That's the thing. A lot of people were like, Psh, Skyward Sword, we wanted another Twilight Princess. And it's like, guys, you're never going to get another Twilight mm-hmm. Princess. Please give it up. You can only have perfection You once. can only have perfection. Exactly, exactly. And that's why Nintendo does this, I think. They recognize if we're redoing the same... We're basically making the same game over and over and over again. We already know this. So they have to. In a way, they have to continue to update it artistically because it's the the hinge of how the game continues to be popular and how people are still interested. So it's like you have to progress. You can't stay stagnant when you have a decades-long franchise. Yeah, they have... It's not. I won't call it a luxury because they've earned it, but they really have the... It, it's it's a great <laughs> ability to have a, a, as a long-running game to be able to sw- to morph so many different times. I wonder yeah. if that's something they went into it with or if, like... Um, what was the first game that really took a departure from what Zelda looked like? Despite, like, the over-top Game Boy ones. Like, well, you know, you get into... I think, I think it was... Wind Waker, right? Wind Waker was definitely a huge departure from where they were headed, but I mean, you could kind of say that A Link to the Past was already a huge leap, because before that, they only really had the very first Zelda, Mm -hmm. and then whatever the weird second one was that I can't even recall, Link's Adventure? Adventure of Link? Yeah. Something like that? Well, do you think that's due to like the console change and maybe the engine change, or... That might be the console change. Wasn't... Well, A Link to the Past was SNES, right? I don't know. Probably. NES? Super NES? One that gets brought up a lot, and not... For aesthetic purposes, but more for atmosphere is uh, Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. Yeah, yeah. So Keep I do think game. that Majora's Mask really and both Twilight Princess actually are kind of atmospherically outliers. They definitely are made to be a little bit more dark, like as dark as a Zelda game can get. Which, if you think about well, it hard you, enough, yeah, they get if dark. If you think about it hard enough, they're yeah. all pretty dark, and yeah. you're like, oh god, yeah, Link's only ten. Talk, talk about him. He, yeah. he, he shouldn't be doing any of this. He needs to be in school. <laughs> He's just, just a boy. Just high roll to have no schools. Come on. 
school of so, hard knocks. Yeah, <laughs> go out there and live life. <laughs> school of sword fighting. That's all he ever does. Hell yeah. I'd go to that school. I think in Spirit Tracks, he's like 10, and he's already training to be a train conductor, like an engineer. <laughs> and it's like, I guess they go straight into vocational school <laughs> at the age of five. I guess you... He is kind of like a little homeless punk, though. He's like breaking yeah. everybody's he's, pots. He's just a little homeless kid. <laughs> People chickens. are like, okay, <laughs> son, <Stealing money. laughs> guess we'll give you a job. You can harass our chickens and take all of our money, and we feel bad for you, so no one's going to say anything about it. The old man's like, I got to get a root canal. Thank goodness I put the money in that pot. And then Lee comes in, smash. smash. <laughs> They're My like, money. God damn. Thanks, I needed that. Well, in Skyward Sword, they made it to where you couldn't get rupees out of people's cupboards because it was like it's not polite to go yeah. through other people's things. That's good. So I was like, I'm glad they laid down some hoes. <laughs> I can't believe these sons of bitches. That was taking it too far, Nintendo. That's where you lost me. So, but back to the artistry. They have to keep it moving. Like they cannot part afford of their identity. Exactly. They cannot afford to continue with one particular style. They can do remakes which I still find a lot of value in, but you can't regress. Yeah. You can't go back to where you were. They yep. have to continue progressing. I think where it started really changing would have been either A Link to the Past, which was one of the very first games to actually integrate atmospheric changes. You start the game and it's raining, and people's minds were blown just by, oh, it's raining, mm. it's nighttime, there's lightning, shit's going on. Because mm-hmm. in the original, the very first game, there was no it was colors and blocks that were meant to be plants and you had no direction it was just a flat plane yeah a link to the past even though it was still top down they added so much more detail to the world around that it was like oh this is a game changer right after that would really probably be ocarina of time that was a huge departure from what they had been before so it would have been ocarina of time majora's mask atmospherically was different but aesthetically was really very really the same as Ocarina of Time. And then Wind Waker was a huge departure. And I think Wind Waker kind of opened the floodgates of, well, we did Wind Waker, and that rocked. Right. We can we do, do whatever, whatever we want. Right. We've got free reign now. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. And people were like, yes, this is I And wanted. I told you many times, Twilight Prince is the only one that I've played all the way through. And that I could not see. I, I would... I would not want to go to any other kind of style. That oh, was such a great style for me. You can't limit yourself, I know, man. but I thought that was such a what's, wonderful, uh, unique way. With unique. You? But, you know, for me, I was like, this is an awesome... Like, I didn't know... Uh, this is one of the first ones I played. I was like, well, I didn't know Zelda looked like this. You know, I was like, well, this is cool. Did I ever tell you that when we were... Where we were playing like really high level matches in Halo Two, like looking for for parties to. Fight. You would play. I would speed o- run Ocarina, Ocarina of time. time. Speed run. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had a whole conversation about speed we runs. We did. Yeah, I can't um, believe that one didn't come up. Did it not at all? I don't know. I don't think I don't so. People love to speed run Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I know yeah. that's a popular it's a game. It's got um, all kinds of cheats you can use. Another Nintendo game around that same generation that kind of blew my mind artistically and with like a brand and aesthetic of like this is. This is a whole new world. Is uh, Metroid Prime, which you mentioned. I Metroid think, a Prime, back. the master. <laughs> oh my gosh, that game blew my mind. Just the environments, the characters. It was great. So do, I'm not over it. Do you know anything about Other M? No, that was during my uh, hiatus from uh, video good. games. You picked a good time to bow out. <laughs> so so. I, I was going to tell you this. I meant to send. I meant to send it to you. I saw somebody posted on on Reddit in the Overwatch sub subreddit. Uh, they had done. 
I, th- I think they just took like a still a Farrah from the game, but they colored her with Samus's oh, colors. And I was like, awesome. oh, I could see that. That'd be that's very cool. Look, it looked pretty badass. Yeah, I've seen totally people say like, "Oh, Farrah is basically Sky Samus," and I'm like, "Yes, that's, that's the actually, best." Are you yeah. using Anna every time? Uh, no, actually, no? I st- I, um, I'm really bad with Anna, no. so I tend to actually stick with Farrah uh-huh. or Lucio. Okay, that's my support. Go support your support. Support your support, and they never do. <laughs> no. They never do. It's they let me when you're die when all you're doing it, they're just like, "Do your job." Thanks for doing your job. And but then, if someone else is doing it, like, support your support. This damn Bastion was like, I need healing. Bitch, I'm right here. I'm right fucking here. Heal yourself, here. Bastion. Heal yourself. <laughs> so God mad. knows you can. But what were we talking about? So I was, I was oh, gonna Metroid ju- Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just real quick, yes, Metroid Prime was a huge revolution for the, for Metroid, the Metroid series. series. I mean, Jeez. that's really where they... Br- <laughs> that's really where they brought it into the present and then they did other M and it was like oh, okay 10 steps back we're back in the dark <laughs> ages everybody we went too let's, far let's pull it back <laughs> we're we made uncharted too much, territory too much progress too fast doing. we gotta bring it back and it's like please don't just continue continue with the pr- pr- with the path you were on so getting back to like the uh of what your of what like a question with the like what draws you to a game you know like i said i like the realism and so i mean it's my favorite game. I have to give a shout out to The Last of Us and how they... That's super realistic. Yeah. And yeah. how they did... I even actually bought the book, The Art of The Last of Us, for the, oh. all of its concept art, because I love That's it so much. That's concept art? Yeah. I really, want, I really want to talk about concept yeah. art you and know, how that plays into a game. That is almost too realistic for me. Really? Yeah. Like just, well, they got like mocap faces of actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really realistic. That like more than something like... Well, because it does, it does really well. I felt it displayed the best post-apocalyptic world. See, like, Division is like, okay, things went to shit, but it's just like, it's like it still paste. looks like it, ca- yeah, pretty much. You know? And, and the one thing that always kind of bugged me through this game is like the uh, Lau, Agent Lau, will, be, will come on. She's just like, things oh, are really yeah. turning around in this city. People are starting to go back to right, the house. Right, I'm like, right. why are there fucking dead bodies in the streets still? <laughs> right. God! Like, clean it up! And She's probably happy. like, oh, it was already like that. But, <laughs> you weren't here before. But The Last of Us, it, 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 and it ties into somewhat with, with the underlying theme of, you know, the, the disease, the, the virus that breaks out is from a fungus. So it's nature-based. And and so and it shows the corruption of, of nature destroying humans with like the the clickers and the infected mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so it's, it's like an interesting aside that then most of the cities are completely overgrown with vegetation, and it's like nature retaking it. Like, and so the... it's it's just a cool like yeah. nod to exactly. like the source and how yeah. they integrate the plant life and the vegetation, showing the decaying buildings and everything. It was just excellent. Like in the division, if you remove the threat, you're you just have a city. Yeah. In it in... was very. Land. Exactly. Yeah. In the last of us, if you remove bland. the clickers, you're still left with somewhere where you can visibly tell. Yeah. Shit happened. Something's wrong. Right. So it, that well, and because of the last of us took pl- takes place, it starts at the begin at the outbreak and then jumps ahead twenty years. Yeah. So it had a lot of time for things to go shit and decay. But that for me, and just how it's it's overall like it's a darker thing, but it's also very beautiful in yeah. a weird, yeah. twisted way, you know. And so and so that's why I like it. But also I. So me, I am one, like I kind of alluded to, I'm not one to kind of want to go to the cartoonish, more fun-looking game, you know, fun art-style games. But then I find myself being consistently surprised whenever I do that I actually do like the game. So that's why I'm trying to open my horizons to that more and get away from the more realistic games and play them. Uh, Probably my favorite one of a game like that, I've mentioned it before, is Bastion by Supergiant because it's the one that's all the backgrounds are all watercolored. Mm -hmm. Very beautifully done game. 
and then obviously severed. I love matte backgrounds. What I mean by matte is like the pre-drawn background. Me too. Right. You can I, tell right. it's a drawing. Have you seen or looked at Bastion at all? I I I can't bring it up in my mind, but I have seen Bastion. It's, oh, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the main character behind you. Is that poster behind you? Yeah, of the character. Down low. Oh, down low. Sorry, it's literally. It's, yeah, I haven't hung it up yet. I need to get on that. He's pretty badass. Yeah. He's a kid. He's I know. Like a kid Genji. Yeah, yeah, a little Genji. It's, it's a fun game, and it's probably super cheap. Matt backgrounds, fun. I guess. Is that the technical? Is that what we'll call them? That is something that I. I well, because that's what they did in old, old school them animation. Pre-rendered. Like, Do people not use that terminology anymore? I feel like no. Matt applies like to, still. to it's like film. a painting. Yeah, it's like a painting. Like yeah, a, okay. like in the old, like in the old, um, well, like any old Walt Disney movie, like the original, uh, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Everything is just like a pre-done as a pre-drawn background. Right. Well, Wizard of Oz is that way. Right. The, Anime, you know, anything, dude, it does it all like the time. They're, yeah, they're tricky about it too. They have, yeah, nowadays, seriously, like, they're still mad, but then they have layers of clouds yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So it, it looks amazing. They're right. stepping right. up. Sometimes I'll see gifts from like an anime, and I'm like, oh, look at that beautiful real life gif. Mm. And it's like, oh no, that's from a show. And I'm right. like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> um, I remember walking around the original Halo, and I would just like stand on a cliff and look out over. <laughs> To like the sky, which I'm pretty sure is Matt. Like I don't think it's not like Halo Three where there's yeah. banshees mm. and and choppers flying around and fighting, which is also cool. Which I think is like, oh wow, look how far we've progressed. They've made this whole sky turn into a war zone, and like I'm not even over there. Wow, it's cool. But I used to love look. There, there is something specific that you can get really detail oriented about a map background. Something that you can. Um, it's almost like concept art. It's like something that it's almost easier to appreciate than. A real time rendered background that's like there's well because you can give on. so much detail to it because it's can. still exactly yeah. so it's like someone's painting there and and to look at the halo ring I used to oh man I can't I like would slowly follow the halo ring all the way up and I'm like oh and there's the shift where it goes dark you know it's like a a little slash and then it's all lit, lit up like it's the night sky on the other side of the ring it's crazy it's beautiful I was playing uh, Halo Combat C uh-huh. last night from oh you're pl- so you're so you're still yeah, playing it so I'm still playing it. And, how far um, along are you? Oh, I'm just on the second. Sec- the so second you're on the mission. ring. So I just got on the ring, and I Delta legitimately Halo. just did that. Yeah. <laughs> looked up, up and, f- and followed it all the uh-huh. way around to see it. That's what I used to do it. That's a great map to do it on. It's yeah. Speaking of the progression of, of, of Halo and where it's come, the elite homeworld of Sanghelios was a incredible, beautiful yeah. environment. And like, really I, do, I think I, li- I liked it the most of any yeah. other Halo environment really that I've good. been on. It was excellent. The rock carvings and the statues are amazing. Oh, yeah. I think that's what disappointed me the most about Halo 5 was the environments and the characters were amazing. New Spartan armor looks incredible. Whichever concept artist designed all that, which whenever you flip through all of the armors you can unlock. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Somebody yeah. sat there like drew yeah. this out. Here's then, a new one. <laughs> they designed them and was like, well, let's add horns to this one. <laughs> right. you know? let's, I don't know what amazing. else to do. Amazing. I, I, unlock, I unlock 150 helmets. I don't like any of them. Yeah. But I will say that. There's none that I want. I'm like, I don't want this one. I don't want this one. I just but want the... the Standard one, yeah. The campaign Someone was spent hours I know. making that I need for some, you. Some interesting. He's like, no, don't nope. like it either. Nope, don't like it. Too, Go back to the too boxy. Board. Yeah, but um, you know, the campaign was so beautiful and it was very true to the Halo. Everything was gigantic and bigger than you. Um, that's been very from important. Halo One, very important, all the way to this one. Is it's things are giant. Yeah, you're a small little guy mm-hmm. sprinting around in an armored suit. Um. But the story, oh my god! Yeah, what they, the hell happened? Who hit their head? And there's something, <clears throat> but I will say there was something lacking, just from an aesthetic standpoint, like an artistic standpoint, from Halo Five. Yes, it was beautiful, but it was so 
this might get more into cinematics and gameplay. There was so much action oriented in that game, and they didn't give like in Halo One and Two time to breathe and time to think or time to like reflect. In Halos, I think I would argue there's a lot of reflection that takes place in, in from Master Chief's perspective and what's happening around him. You know, this was like go go go. Yeah, You're always on the move. Pace. You yep. know, but that's. The, like how games are supposed are being made now, you know, Call of Duty, and Battlefield, in, in they're supposed to be like, and like right, t- you got to suck in. in, right? And I just remember, and I don't, I, I, I don't know how you felt about it specifically, or you guys felt about it, but I did not like at all the opening cinematics of them flying out of the, um. Oh, like oh, dropping out, and they're dropping. snowboarding down the hill, and they're killing that. What like it, it battle, looked cool, but like no, at the it same looks time, cool, but, but a at the same time, with an no, elite yeah. is a, is not to be taken lightly. That yeah, is, yeah. but they are supposed to be in the Halo lore. Yeah, in the Halo yeah. lore, those can kill Spartans, and they every battle. And Halo One does a good job of like making it feel like oh shit, there's two oh, elites are hard. Yeah, it's hard. So if you play on Legendary too. That's I think I'm playing it on heroic. Heroic. That's what I usually do. I usually go through heroic, then I try legendary. But well, leg- wait, if which one's the like the hardest? Legendary. Okay, so I'm playing the one step down. Yeah. Is that normal? Heroic? No. Okay. You're you're cool. one up. Okay, you're one I'm playing up. heroic. And heroic's tough too. But yeah. legendary Halo One yeah. pff, that is hard. But that's something and I don't know I don't know if we're still like on the top of like, you know, artistic style, but that's more of just an overall like feeling of the game. But I did I did not like the fact that you are unstoppable. Because I and I've expressed this before. Halo for always been like backs against the wall. You are the last hope, yeah. and you don't have like a shot in hell to be able mm-hmm. to do this. But that in Halo Five, I felt too powerful. Basically, is what I'm saying. Hmm. And they're like gung ho about it. Like you're the <laughs> yeah. man. I was like, dude, come on. I'm supposed to be like defeated. I'm, I'm, I'm trying the last. to be humble here, right? Yes, well, uh, Master Chief. The difference in, in design too. You know, the difference between the new Spartans and the old Spartans was pretty prominent there. Yeah, you know, the old Spartans, the the character design, they did a great job of making them look beat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like their armor was like mismatched and mm-hmm. being replaced, and their weapons like they were kind of stuck to them. With the new Spartans, they're all shiny, and, yeah, very glossy, know, very glossy, and totally and sprinting around and surfing on. <laughs> they on, are. On they stuff, might as well be, you know, yeah. like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's what it's like. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was great looking game, but come on, yeah, it did lack in a lot of like content. So did we get to your second <laughs> question? I feel like you asked it, but yeah, then was I, that I question don't... one? What was that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was? <laughs> what just happened? Um, let's let's. I, so, I just knew you asked both, and I couldn't remember if we actually circled back around and answered the second one. I want to hear games point. that you were, and you've mentioned one already, but games that you were turned off that you enjoy but are turned off by the style of. Game. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, my major one, I think. Um, I already said it. Overwatch. Overwatch. Uh, yeah, Blizzard's Blizzard stuff is always hit or miss. Whenever they they announced Diablo three, I was one of those people that were like, "What is this? What is this?" I was like banging my fist against the table, like, "What? Why is there rainbows? There should not be rainbows. This is a goth game. Um, rainbows are a natural phenomena. Yeah. They occur everywhere." Yeah. It was like there should be blood and demons everywhere. There's rainbows you can have and butterflies. Both. You can have both. <laughs> hmm. A game. I'm, I'm trying not, to think of one that I don't already count Battleborn because I just played the beta. Of that so like it's not like one that I've like I spent a lot of time into. You know, I will say this: I, w- I haven't played it. Um, I I don't want to make this too big of a point because I think the game's going to be amazing. But No Man's Sky, not really doing much for you. Not really. Yeah. I mean, it's I good. Kind of agree. I agree. I, I like it. Like I almost see like like I don't uh, you know, but I almost wish it was more realistic. I mean, it's pretty. When you get onto the planet, it's pretty. 
from what I remember, right? It's it's a, it's 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 kind of graphic novel cartoony. Yeah, yeah. Right? It seemed like it was very watercolory, like yeah, yeah, which is beautiful, and it's mm-hmm. like that's definitely a cool way to go. But I, at the end of the day, I do prefer more realism. I do yeah. too. For like, I, and I think <laughs> Logan doesn't agree. No, well, and that's obvious from like the type of games that, yeah, that you I mean, talk about. That's just, that I mean, I, and that's just because I'm at, a, I'm, I'm trying to think of a game that I've played that I really didn't like. I like the gameplay, but I didn't like the look of it. And it's hard to think about that. It's yeah, to... because normally, it, sometimes those games. those kind of games for me they sure. they make it more difficult for me to want to get into it get and into play it. Yeah. Um, Need for Speed. I think that's a good one. Need for Speed. I love Need for Speed and how it plays, but I hate how it looks when you're going really fast and stuff. It doesn't look realistic. I prefer Forza. Just the way they like put the zoom. The zoom, the, and you're yeah. you're like ice skating on the road mm-hmm. instead of. I prefer Mario Kart, where you're all, where you're in space on a rainbow bridge. Ah, my Mario Kart Eight looks really good. It that's does. a good looking game. So, man, I can't think of one off the top. Honestly, of my head. mine's Dark Souls. Really? I'm the exact opposite. Like, I love the gameplay of Dark Souls, but aesthetically, I can appreciate that Dark Souls is very detailed, very beautiful. The character design and the creature design, fantastic. Yeah. But if you showed me a picture oh, of man, Dark Souls, and then you showed me a picture of any other game, any any of them, really, any Zelda game, any Mario game, any Splatoon, anything like that, yeah. anything that is bold and graphic, that, or... By contrast, minimalistic. I mm. think that's what gets me about Dark Souls. It's like when you're describing the landscape. Like I think it's actually this would have been Bloodborne. I was most recently playing B- Bloodborne, and I was just like, all of this Baroque Gothic architecture is a little much. <laughs> they really, they, they really, they went overboard. It's just it's too they many. De- out of that era. <laughs> they were like they should have progressed to the minimalistic era. I'm definitely not drawn to that high of a level of detail every single thing Mm -hmm. has the tiniest detail and while i appreciate that they took the time to do that i aesthetically get so much more out of a game like journey that is very minimalistic very geometric very bold very almost like a not monotone but the colors that they have are very stated like this is our color scheme this is exactly what we're going for and to have it be that defined without being too much. You look at Journey and you know exactly what it is. You look at Bloodborne and you're like, is that Dark Souls 1, 2, Demon Souls, Bloodborne? <laughs> That's very Blood true. Souls, yeah, Dark, really dark Demons. I Which, I mean, that somewhat comes from the fact that it's the same developer. Exactly. But, yeah, now yeah. that's true. And it's but, the same storyline, kind of. I'm really not sure. Is. I haven't played Bloodborne. So I, it would be a little weird, like with the Dark Souls series or anything like that, if they suddenly diverged yeah. significantly from where they were, everyone would lose their shit. All the Dark Souls fans would be like, what the fuck is this? Talking about that. <laughs> Dark Souls 4 is still shaded. <laughs> Dark Souls 4! <laughs> I'd be like, finally, a game for <laughs> the me! The bosses are like smiling. Yeah. Like, hey, I mean, we're not going to fight. Great. Time. <laughs> Talking about divergence from what, where, they've, where they've been, you bring up No Man's Sky. Have you looked at the other games that Hello Games has made? No. They made mobile games called like Joe Danger series, and it's like, it's like I believe they're like two like two D side scroller like really you know obviously touch based responsive because it's, it's probably, on because it's on mobile. We're popular though, and that, yeah, yeah they, they did really money. well. So, but they're moving from that, yeah, to No Man's Sky. Well, which is ridiculous. I don't want to like knock. That, no, no, no. no. You know, I, I know you're not. I, I totally it. It's just the art style it. doesn't. I mean, that's. It, but I'm sure it works art. well. Somebody likes one, they look at it and they're like, I love that. Another right. person comes up to me and, and is like, that is crap. And I, I don't will, like that. I will say, talking about games that I prefer that are more realistic, there is a level, and I think you mentioned it with um, 
The Last of Us being something that was oh, it's too realistic. There is something that I still prefer, like video games looking like video games. Looks like I'm, it looks like I'm playing a video game. Yeah. There is something to that that yeah. I do still would like. Grant that, and I think Grand Theft Auto Five is a good example because that's a realistic game, but, but it for has some a reason, cartoonish feel. Yeah, there's some, there's something about it. Maybe it's like the bright colors or the physics of it, but there's something about it that doesn't feel that realistic. Yeah. Right. And I think we're going more away from it now, especially with the popularity of indie games. But Mm -hmm. there was a time in gaming not that long ago where the standard was how realistic does it look? Right. Well, because that's all the technology was coming up to allow it. But it was like, oh my God, let's do it. How realistic can we get this? And I was like, okay, we're done. Right. We've kind of plateaued. I mean, games all look, you can make a game look really good now and make it realistic. And these other games that are departing from that are getting a lot of attention for that very reason, for departing from right. trying to be super realistic. And there's like one that they announced, there's one, so I will say, well, again, I've kind of said like cartoonish style games and not counting anything like Mario, Mario games, like I love Mario, so yeah, like that's, it's, that's, it's that's, different. that's, that's, it's, it's a different thing. But if it's <laughs> like, won't hurt Mario. <laughs> so I will, I will say, when I first saw the art and first saw a trailer for like Ori in the Blind Forest, I was like, Mm, I don't know. Oh, dude, when I saw Ori in the Blind Forest, that's, I about cried. That's like right up your alley. Like though. just from looking at it, I was like, it's so beautiful. And of course, I was listening to the soundtrack, so I was like, oh my god. You know, like, and, and, exactly and now I've, I listen, I've listened to the soundtrack, I've seen more of it, and now I am like all about it. I have, exactly. I bought it. And you I just, played it, right? I bought it, but I haven't oh, got okay. to it yet. Oh, somebody got me Matt. You know, because I got Master Chief Collection. Which, oh, yeah, that takes precedence. You know, over you know, Ori. So it is Blind Forest. I'm trying to think of one though that I legitimately like started playing. Like I don't like this because of the art style. I don't know. If I can really t- think of one. To... It's a tough question. I mean, really, any this is probably more predominant with shooters, and part of the reason I love Overwatch so much is it isn't realistic. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. the more it's, realistic yeah. a game is, the less I want to play it. It's yeah. broken up if, the trend of being. Like if they made No Man's Sky shooter. look realistic, I'd be like, okay, great. I'm not going to play that. Right. And they have the would No have Man's no Sky esque games that already exist that are realistic, like Space Sims. I mean, yeah. They have Space Sims. Yeah. And when I see those, games. I'm like, boo! They do look, bo- they do look more that. boring than exactly. Uh, they look no boring. They do look like well, I, I don't th- want to explore a realistic space. I right. think No Man's Sky that would be <laughs> that awful. That would be that would suck. <laughs> no Man's Sky, I think, with its art style, makes it seem more fantastical. Yeah, in, in, exactly. in like I actually think it, you know, it works in its advantage very well, and I'm sure yeah. when I play it, I mean, I I really want to play it regardless. Yeah. So Mass Effect One. Uh, one of my favorite games design-wise, just the way the characters look, the ships. I'm a huge fan of spaceships, so <laughs> the ships have to be cool. Um, but the way the game is set up uh, looks awesome. It's a very flat game. Uh, I think the first one didn't have many textures to like the environment, which was weird. Well, it's original Xbox? It no, 360. 360. Um, but also, their mission with Mass Effect was to make it look like an 80s um Film, an mm. 80s sci-fi film. Oh, so they cool. put a film grain on top of the entire game. That's really You can turn cool. it on and off. I, maybe that's only PC. but um, uh, So yeah, it had a film grain to kind of take it away from being super video game-y. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, there is something about, and we talk about games that were trying to be very realistic, and I always laugh about um, NBA Courtside with Kobe Bryant, that game that I played like back in, oh, no, yeah, like oh one or something maybe nine no like 98 what am i talking about it was, it was late 90s and they were hyping about how realistic it was going to be and it's like that it just the, the amount of time that or the how quickly technology progressed that game got pushed back so quickly yeah. i wonder if 
I don't think that's a real reason games would ever want to like not do that today. Like, hey, let's make something real, super realistic, and someone's like, oh, well, five years from now, it won't look that realistic. I think, I still feel that... I feel like now, it's like the games that were made in the late 90s to the early 2000s. Just, if you're trying to make a to really make, realistic game then, it doesn't look realistic it doesn't anymore. Look, it does not look good. I think now what they're making... We'll, we'll just stand be improved. We'll be improved upon and just look keep looking better. But I don't think anybody's going to look at like like I've been uh, called right. in like off screen. They're going to be like oh, that looks like shit. No, no I, I think they'll think be like so. that looks good. But maybe they said that in the nineties. Exactly. They, you know, I agree I with know. that sentiment. I think yeah. no, they're going to find a way. They're going to find a way to just blow our brains yeah. out with how yeah. much improvement they have. They could. And there's always going to yeah. be that. That developer, like Crisis, wasn't the best game in the book, but, but like, they did have a great it held the crown for, best for looking incredible. Yeah. Of yeah. course, it would melt any computer. You <laughs> played it on Ultra, <laughs> one, but you know, it happens. Um, well, I want to talk about concept art just briefly okay. because right. concept art is something that's important at a level, and I've talked about with Destiny before and how much I love the Destiny concept, concept art is fantastic, incredible, and like I, we don't even have to talk about the game because I've already talked about it before and how I feel about it. But if a game is able to use concept art like that, like even for like loading screens, like Grand Theft Auto Five, like that actually I think adds not a small layer, like a huge layer of. Of, of the environment, even if you're not yeah. there, just to have these really detailed paintings or drawings helps me kind of ground the game into something that's a little bit more like feels like it's actually exists. There's something like ancient looking, especially with the Destiny stuff. Mm-hmm. They're all really small and it's like these huge atmospheres. And you go there in the game, it's like doesn't feel the same. But because no. that exists, you kind of it's almost like that's like a little accompanying novel with it. You know, there's something special about concept art. Some of my favorites, going back to Metal Gear, um, the lead designer is also a famous illustrator, and he does ink paintings of Solid Snake mm-hmm. and other characters. So it's these very Japanese, like, washy yeah, that's cool. um, that's awesome. ink brush paintings. Look them up. They're incredible. Yeah. Um, but those are just so Metal Gear in my mind. When I think Metal Gear, I don't think of, like, you know, sneaking around. I think of like those. <laughs> right. Ink that's paintings. how powerful right. they can mm. be, though, you know? Well, I mean, and that's why I bought The Art of the Last of Us. Right. You <laughs> have a whole book. Like, because I, w- I mean, I wish. I don't know if, like, you got to know somebody, but like, if, if I could buy like official concept art prints, oh my God, no. I'd have those everywhere. That would, and like, you could hang that in frame it and people would be like, who's the artist that did that? Exactly. No, no one would yeah. know the difference. Because yeah. they are artists. They, I mean, there's no question like about it. That's like what their, oh, like their title yeah. is. I would, like go look at a, I would go look at a museum full of, con- a, of concept art a, rather than like. <laughs> I, well, that, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. I wonder if that exists. <laughs> oh, there's got to sure, be at least yeah. one. There's got to be one. Well, I mean, like, I know a couple art, like a couple art galleries around here have done have done like we went to go um, Sam and I went to go see one that was uh like Star Wars stuff and it had mm-hmm. a bunch of like concept art. I actually the book under the last of us one is the art of Star Wars episode seven. So there you, go. Nice. you know <laughs> so I'm building up the collection. Right, as it right. Were, but like I mean Barnes Noble has has uh or I guess any bookstore really they you can go there and their video game section is pretty much it's either like the strategy guides and mm-hmm. everything or it's the art books. I, and they're fantastic. While I was working GameStop, people would come in with with um, collector's editions of games and try to trade them in. And they would be, you know, have the art book and everything. 
GameStop only cares about the discs, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Content. Bunch of soulless corporate <laughs> bastards. So, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to keep all the art books. So oh, I actually that's pretty sweet. Awesome. Never mind. I actually Let's... have a huge collection of um, a video game art that. books. That's, that's awesome. awesome. No, not like huge. It's not like you walk into a room and it's... <laughs> It's like a whole bookshelf yeah, filled yeah, with like, art Those books. are the only books that aren't for chumps. But I, I think I have a, a good-sized bookshelf full of... Um, I have like Mass Effect, Bioshock. That's um, badass. Nice. The Bioshock. Bioshock. Oh, That's see, gotta yeah. be good. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't even talked about Bioshock oh, being man. like a, oh my the God. art direction. And that, that game came beautiful. out. Ooh. Yeah, that was away. big. Have, that you was seen, awesome. uh, have you seen any of the trailers or anything for... I think it actually just came out. We Happy Few? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a very like caricaturized, cartoonish. See, what's funny is, I kind of agree with him but on it, this one, but it looks really because I watched it and maybe it was like the overall tone, not necessarily the art, but I got a very strong Bioshock vibe from it. But so was Bioshock, if you think about it. It did have kind of this odd. Everybody was like shaped oddly. The guns Big were ears kind of and like weird, steampunky and yeah, weird. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. the closest. Not including We Happy Few, the closest modern iteration I can think of like that is actually Dishonored. Like yeah. when you oh, first yeah, yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah. Dishonored, the actual environment is almost like hyper realistic. But then you see people, and, and you're like, "Those aren't people." Like normally, Something. like the guards, the guards that you fight in, the, in yeah, Dishonored, yeah. they're very like bulky, and they, they have are. like they're like very, they're, like very they're almost stout. like caricatures yeah. of characters. Yeah. Wait, and you're like, but the environment's super high. Hyper, oh yeah, the like environment. I mean, people could probably oh, argue thanks. that they're not, but I always look at the environments and I go, "This could be any city." Because they, they have to be traversable. Everything has to be real. You have to be able to climb on everything. So they're very realistic. The amount of detail they'll, not including Dark Souls, is pretty high. So they are much more realistic cityscapes. As opposed to the actual people in them, you almost feel like there's a disconnect. When I first booted up Dishonored, I kind of bought it without really knowing anything about it. Just because I was like, oh, I need a game. This one's 15 bucks. Done. <laughs> <laughs> That was that's how, a good buy. That, that's a good my game. decision process. Now, when I first started, I was like, it doesn't look like this, right? <laughs> and then I started playing it and I was like, oh, it does look like this. I'm not so sure. Dishonored 2 kind of changed it up. They yeah, don't they, look near, they as, kinda, yeah. near as cartoonish. So I'm interested to see how they're going to progress, if they're going to try to continue evolving, if they're going to change it up. Because I feel like they have a lot of room to really change it yeah. and still have the gameplay be phenomenal. Because what I'm playing Dishonored for actually isn't aesthetic. It's for the gameplay because it's so freaking fun. Yeah. So that's a rare example of, okay, I can get over the art style. Now, do you think that's something maybe that Bethesda does as a developer? I think so. Uh, because what Fallout I, from, 4 yes. is not old, it's realistic, but it's but not but a, people kind of knocked its graphics. Yeah. They were like this doesn't look in like what way. should be a 2016 I did not enjoy Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've talked about it, Zach. Fallout 4, even though it did a really good job of creating an atmosphere of desolation and yeah. like complete destruction. It was not enjoyable to, and I guess it's not supposed to be, but it's just not. It's and I've t- I've compared it to Oblivion and Skyrim. I'd much rather walk around Oblivion and Skyrim with like a lush green forest or like a snow covered peak. Like that's awesome. But there's some about Fallout Four, and I almost mentioned it, but I thought you know it still lo- does look really good. It's just the direction of it is not enjoyable for me. It's just so different. Like it's yeah. a different type of game of that same genre. Yeah. You you started and you're like, are we sure that this is right? Bethesda does such a good job of um, of putting or or thinking about elements of like time and all that kind of stuff. It's because in Fallout Three, I feel like it was a lot more gray and a lot darker. 
than Fallout 4. Mm -hmm. Well, in Fallout 4, you learn that you're 200 years past the nuclear detonation. So maybe things are getting a bit brighter and and, and less desolate. Um, Even though it didn't seem that way, it's still broken down. But uh, I did not, whenever I got Fallout 3, I agree with Zach with with the Elder Scrolls series. There's so much variety and it's beautiful. You walk through forests and plains and mountains. Um, With Fallout, it's just it's all destroyed and it's hard which to, is good for the game which is like i get it, it fits the game but it, it, it is it, game. but it's to a point where it's hard to tell where you are like what what differentiates this part from that part i don't know it just all feels so similar too at least with and oblivion and that's actually kind of a threat because if i'm playing a game and the environment bores me yeah. i'm not going to play like if i'm bored by what's going on around me and the action or the gameplay isn't enough to keep me engaged I'm yep. not going to do that. I will literally boot up Wind Waker to sail around in circles. <laughs> yep. I won't even play the game. I'll be like, now it's raining. Now it's nighttime. I'll look at the constellations. Right. That's what I used to do in Oblivion in Skyrim. I'd be like, this is fun to be exactly. here. Exactly. It's just fun to by. be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the environment isn't fun to be in, screw this. Right. I'm going to go play Wind Waker. Well, I think Fallout gives you enough um, things to run into, like small missions or small yeah. outposts or something like that to, to, to kind of save you from the boredom of the, of the landscape. But... This most recent one where almost a quarter of the map was that super contaminated yeah, zone. Yeah, there is a huge part of the map that, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right, that is almost, you can't traverse unless you have the and correct armor. Another quarter of it is Boston, which is crazy. That's right. That's right. That's actually pretty interesting, though. I remember being in, like, actual, like, skyscrapers and cityscape. That was yeah. actually pretty fun going on rooftops. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. That's why I like about about what you're saying about like the different environments is what I really like about Dragon Age Inquisition. It's it's a you know it's a big open world. It's open world to an extent, but there are like places you have to go, and there are like a load screen to go to a different area and stuff like that. Um, but it takes place in this different world, so you go to all these different places. Like you, the first place you go, the hinterlands is very lush, green, wooded, has stuff. Then you go to the Storm Coast. Well, you're on the coast. It's very rocky. It's it's storming. There's rain and lightning. I like the whole lightning. sound of that. Just the and word then, Storm Coast. I'm already cool. on Storm board. And then, uh, and then I cannot remember this other place, but it's like a swamp area. And so oh. you're going through, and it's dark. It's it's stormy. It's very foreboding, and there's lots of, like, you know, obviously swamps. And if you walk around I the like swamp, all like the undead, right, come up out of the out of the water. So you got to, like, kind of pick your path to avoid stuff. It's And so... Inquisition does a great job of having different environments. Can we bring up the king of environments, The Witcher Three? Oh, I'm into I'm in it's that one right incredible. now. Incredible! I oh feel like God. I've really variety. missed the boat, and I've missed out on Witcher Three. The variety, the beautiful landscapes, the forests, the plains—it's yeah, incredible. Uh, which, and, oh you know, God. The Witcher does such a good job. All those concept artists—it's uh, a—they're based in Poland. And The Witcher was written by a Polish author. Yeah, I want to go read the book. All of those creatures in The Witcher, all the the armors, all of the patterns on people's clothing are all Polish. Wow. It's pretty incredible. That's wow. pretty awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, and so, like, there, there are certain creatures that, um, that uh, you know, are, are strictly from Polish Polish fairy tales. There was uh, the one mission where you had to... to Take a curse off of someone's house. I'm not sure if you've done that one yet. It's in Scalagrag. Scalagag. No, the, the only thing gag. the only thing similar to that is the the devil at the well, where you had to, the noon wraith that was going around the well, and you had to like disenchant the the mm. well so that she would leave once you killed her and stuff like that. So like 
but no, I haven't got that one yet. This one is a stick, right? Where the person put a horse's head and it was called a something stick. And you would think, oh, they just made that up, you know? They just but made you look that it up, up and it's an actual um, Polish and Germanic curse mm. where people would put a horse's skull pointing towards someone's house if they wanted to curse oh, them. You're like, that's, that's interesting. I'm going to do that to all my neighbors pizza. that I want <laughs> to move out. All in your front yard. Oh, no. I'm going to bring that one back, but one of my neighbors watched. They'll be Polish and they'll be like, oh, we see, yeah. we see what you're doing. We know what you're doing. The horse. Top of you. <laughs> they but probably need the counter That level curse. of detail, though, is, fat, is yeah. amazing. When artists take the time to really yeah. dig up historical stuff, another reason why I appreciate um, Halo is there's some science... To you know the way things are designed in that game, which there I is, really appreciate. There is, there is, um, and, and like the same with Destiny. The they went into so much depth. I, I've even heard. I don't know if it's true or not. That Bungie has the Halo Bible, which is like <laughs> has like a key in it. Like you can't even like access it. Like Jason Jones, like the Bungie creative director, is like the only one that can like look. At it. It's something crazy like that. It might. It's be. got like all the secrets of how to like design it and everything. No, no, it's got. It. It's no, no. It's just lore. Oh, it's, it's oh, just it's, okay. the, it's the story. That's I mean, badass. you talk about forerunners. I mean, this is before three four three took it over and did whatever they wanted. I think mm-hmm. with the the story, I don't know that they might have had better communication budget. I don't want to knock them for going, but you know, but but from Halo one to three, you don't know the forerunners and what they're about. Right. And that's an ancient yeah. alien race, and so they went into so much detail, not basing off anything, obviously, but going into enough. They they put enough effort and work into it to create their own universe that apparently has this book that really has who the forerunner were. How long they existed before humans? Their interaction with humans, you know, millions and billions of years ago. It's really interesting. It's just that's the kind of stuff that I love. Wow. When I first heard that, I was like, "Whoa!" The forerunners and like these. When you go and the the like three four three guilty spark, one of the monitors of the ring, like he's a he he used to be a forerunner, but he got put into like this ball form. Like it's a whole story that they don't even touch on in the game. You know what I mean? And Destiny does that. They don't touch on anything. But they don't. They do it in like the the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you get those grim grimoire cards or yeah, whatever that you're supposed like to then go online grimoire. and read. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, but no, I agree. I've 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 gotten a. I don't, I don't know how long I've played it. I'm in. Um, cannot think of it. Yeah, how is Witcher Three? You like it? Oh my god, I love it so it's much. Incredible. I like. I can't. It's like it's one of those oh, yeah. things. It's like People I have, I have to know. I need it. to have like two hours or more that I can sit and play it, or yeah. else I won't even start it because I just know it'll kill me to turn uh, it off. Might be a little it. controversial, but um, Witcher Two, I I enjoyed it more. I, I have, love The Witcher Three. The but, game no one has ever actually played. I'm pretty sure you're the only I have, guy. I have because Witcher one. Two was hard. People were getting. Pissed at that game. When I only have I have Witcher one, two, and three. I started Witcher mm-hmm. one a long time ago and got and then I was wanting to originally play through one and two before I played three, but then three came out. I heard so much about it. I kept seeing it, how beautiful it is, and I just I had I couldn't resist it anymore. I couldn't resist its allure. Witcher one's hard. Which one is a hard. true RPG? I mean, it is a RPG. Yeah. It's like you gotta you gotta make sure you put in the skill right skill points. Uh-huh. It's it's not action. It's not tap to hit. It's it's you select the the choice. You select the, the it has like three the different combat, combat is, style, yeah, and you have to just pick that before you fight which Super which one it is. Oh, it's man. it's hard. Yeah. What I missed about the first and the second one is you have to drink potions to prepare for a fight in the first and second one. Yeah, where you're screwed. This third one, you can just like be sitting there and like, I guess I'm gonna drink this potion in the middle of swinging my sword. You know, I cannot like stand that. that. Yeah. Who's got that yeah. kind of coordination? Come yeah. on, uh, not Geralt of Rivia because he's been alive <laughs> yeah. for forever. Of you course, should, you should play the Solus Project. That game's you would like that game. I like the look of that game. It's good. Oh yeah, you were watching me play on Twitch. It reminded me so much of Mist. 
Yeah. Visually, it reminded sure. me of some of the later iterations of Mist. I was like, here we are on mm-hmm. this mysterious island with Very, all this all weird mysterious. mechanics all around. This yeah. is Mist. We got to get you Twitch famous, dude. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's Twitch get him famous. Twitch famous. Termy terms. <laughs> The name's not catchy. Hit him up, follow him. <laughs> Can't you change it? Could you change yeah, it to like, Terminator Z? No, it's taken, I think. Oh, oh, who took it? No, maybe it's not. Wait, why didn't <laughs> I, I, I tried it. I obviously tried it. Terminator Terms is not the I first need to, choice. I need to change mine because mine's just my name and I need to change it to, I guess, I'm stuck with Dogtown Warrior. Jerjer Binks? No, I'm not doing oh, that. Oh, son of a bitch. When I started an account that was my real name and then I logged on and they were like, why did you use your real name? And I was like, why did I use my real name? <laughs> I wanted to go delete it and I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. It's like, oh, I need people to know who I am, and then it's like, oh wait, no, they're coming here because my gamer tag, not because of who I am. So. There was somebody on Pokemon Go. Their name was their phone number. I saw this online. <laughs> I saw, I saw you that. see that? And I someone that. texted him. It's like, hey, are you the guy with the gym with the Gyarados? He's like, yep. And the guy's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, before we do your third question, which I hope we answered the second one, I we, think we got them all actually. We got, uh, oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, through the discussion, I mean, we went through the games that we really like and disliked for their art style. So, so then we'll jump before we wrap this up, then or talk a little bit more about it. Let's just take a quick pause. Do a moment with Mogan. Okay. If she, do you have it? Oh, I got stuff. I always cool. got stuff. I'm right. sorry I don't have a rap. That's not even like true. I don't always. Kind of yeah, no, you have to make something up. <laughs> it's a requirement. <laughs> All, All right. This. So, very brief pause. If it's new game debuts or news you can use or new tunes and titles that are adding number twos, it's rumors and gossip and industry info. They make it a new Zelda game. I don't really think so. One more thing before the last word is spoken. Listen up. Ears open. It's your moment with Mogan. All right. So mostly I just have a bunch of weird, non-confirmed rumors about the NX. So I don't know how much you've been keeping up with rumors about the Nintendo Uh, NX coming out in 2017. They better get it out if anything, if their financial report isn't. I know. Is right? What's the yeah. end of the beast coming out for? Breath of the Wild. My God. I'm going to punch you in the face. When does it, that's coming out for Wii U or Wii NX? It's coming out for Wii U and NX. Okay. Spring right. 2017. They've, they've technically got March penciled in now. And it's like, they're not, that's not going to happen. That's really funny that they're saying that. Just say we don't know, man. Yep. It's okay if you say we don't know. I would rather you say Psh, we don't know. <laughs> then you have then give me a fake date. Just give me just wait until you know. So on that same note, they they haven't even started production of the NX of course and they don't anticipate that they're going to start producing it until Whoa, what a surprise, spring of 2017. So they don't even know. They don't even know what it's going to look like, or at least we don't know. So some of the rumors about what it's going to be like are wild. So for starters, do do either of you recall seeing those early leaked photos of what the NX concept art was going to be? Not concept art, but it was like this weird oval-shaped kind of glossy glass gamepad that had like two little analog sticks on the side. And people were like, oh, this is what supposedly the NX is going to look like. Not that. Actually, that's probably the more updated version. Do you like NX, Wii NX, uh, or the NX... um... Are you getting it wrong because you're using an iPhone? 
Do like leaked confused. photos. Do like NX leaked photos. Yeah. Okay. It was really weird looking, and people were like, "Oh, holy crap! Is that the NX?" They did debunk those as a total hoax. Oh, one it was of like them was the, like uh, a three yeah, D printed right. something that this, someone just straight up yeah, made up. Yeah, this does look And then the other all. one was just a really good Photoshop job. Yeah. So they've definitely debunked at least that That's design. So what's floating around it now is that the NX will be a handheld device. So what they've released so far looks an awful lot like a standalone of the Wii U gamepad. So the Wii U gamepad as it is, it's fairly large. It fits in both hands. It has the screen in the middle. Mm -hmm. And depending on what game you're playing, it technically has like functionality within the game. Like in Splatoon, you look in your hands and you've got the map. In Mario, I think it does stuff. I don't really know. But so what they've got right now is like this weird looking gamepad but supposedly, it's going to have, like, the screen in the middle and, of course, the buttons on the sides. But they're saying, oh, the sides will be able to break off and detach to be two separate controllers what in the what? that you can then use to play <laughs> on the screen. But somehow, it's also going to hook up to your TV, and it's like, they need to, hmm. they, what? What are they doing? <laughs> so, I don't that actually... That just sounds confusing. I've seen some, like sketches of what they think it's going to look like and i'm like we'll see we'll see of how much this actually looks like the finished product because my question for the idea of the controllers being able to break off from the main gamepad is they're not symmetric so the buttons that you have on the right hand are not the same are not the ones that you have on the left how on earth are you going to break these apart and have them be two separate like controllers bar. for multiplayer exactly it's like are yeah, weird. they sure about that and so in theory what we've seen so far is like, you know, the two analog sticks. And then on the one hand, you've got like A, B, X, and Y. And then on the other hand, you've got your D-pad. So it's like, that's a really imbalanced way to divide up the gamepad. Technically, I suppose A, B, X, and Y are like a D-pad. But still, it's like, that's a little funny sounding. So mostly the answer is nobody knows shit about the NX. <laughs> we've just got vague rumors. It's mostly confirmed that in some way, shape, or form, it will be handheld. So it's going to, I think, I'm predicting that it will be like a standalone Wii U gamepad. Yeah. Whatever it's going to be, I think it's going to be like that, where it just doesn't have the physical console to accompany it. So it's like almost a mesh of the 3DS and the Wii U. Hmm. Other than handhelds, Nintendo needs to stop doing hardware. Nintendo, if you're listening... They are. Because they dominate you know, handhelds. They are. They do listen. They dominate handhelds. And the DS, I mean, at the, yeah, the, the, the DS has one of the largest game libraries. It does. And other than PlayStation 2. It's huge. Um, but they need to just publish. Pokemon I mean, if Go. If they would fucking get, if they would support the Wii U, it could be so great. They are yeah. so, they, it, it kills me that they've given up on it this early. Pokemon Go, I think, added $11 billion to their, to their value as a company. And then the next day they came out and they were like, actually, it's only $7 billion. Their stock fell again. Yeah. Because yeah. then they were like, oh, wait, you didn't place. actually make it. You just licensed it. But yeah. I mean, even if they re-released the original Pokemons at, onto to the iPhone, think oh, about it. Oh, yeah. Money Dude, I would get it. I would. $10. I would buy the original Pokemon. I'd be like, give me yes. the games. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I really want. I mean, Pokemon goes great. I just want the, ba I want the system, the battling system. Yeah. So now that they're actually go getting into mobile, I think they probably will start exploring other options yeah. like that. What are they getting into? Like mobile. 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 That's how I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, oh, this is a perfect example to not like go back to the old topic. But games that are hard for me to play because the art style turns me off, JRPGs. 
It's oh, hard for me to get true. it to want to play those. Yeah, it's hard for that. me to want to play those. I'm playing How one. How dare you? I'm playing one on my Vita now, Freedom Wars. I like it a lot because again, <laughs> the gameplay and everything. I'm able to look past the art style, but that art style is just hard for me. is hard for me to like. Oh man, I can see that when it's something. <laughs> when, okay. it, when it gets a little sleepy. sleepy time. <laughs> When it's something it's that Bud you Light's like, me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. hard liquor up in here. <laughs> so, anyways, aside from that, that's kind of all anybody knows about the NX. Nobody knows anything. We don't know. Oh, it could be anything. Oh, but they will think that it was utilized cartridges, similar to what they've already got for the 3DS. So, the idea that they're going to be using cartridges instead of CDs, like that, just reinforces the idea. It's going to be an evolved version of the 3DS. Yeah, probably. And Nintendo, really, we talked about mid console updates somewhat recently. Nintendo's the king of mid console updates now that I think about it. They had the 3DS. It's kind of the Wii U, though. The 3DS Lite, the 3DS XL, the 2DS. And it's just like they've got so much going on. It seems like there's a new handheld hardware almost every year. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, oh man, we probably should have brought that up. Knocking on the Xbox for having the Xbox One S. There we go, Xbox One S and PlayStation for the Neo. And it's like, oh, wait, Nintendo does that shit all the time. Whoops. And then in coming up, we just have No Man's Sky, of course, August That's 9th. soon. It's very soon. PlayStation 4. It's We've also we can't got. Yeah, I can't fucking play it. Buy well, yourself a cheap ass PlayStation 4. Yeah. I'll see if it's worth it. Yeah. We'll see Better build a gaming PC. Let's yeah. get you a rig. I know. Let's get you a rig. I have no Twitch idea like, Twitch the details of it. <laughs> yeah. We've also got Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Waiting for it. That's pre-ordered. That one's coming That's out August pre -ordered. It's a little later, August 23rd, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then we've also got Batman the Telltale Series, August oh, yeah. 2nd. So that one's for everything. PC, Xbox, PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, Jesus. all the stuff. And then, this might be one that all of you, presumably, have missed Bound. Bound. Yes, I know. I know of it. I know the name. We not so about Bound it? is Santa Monica Studios. Oh. It's kind of like the Santa spiritual successor to Journey. Oh. So the next Journey is coming out. Oh, I was wow. actually watching videos of it to prepare for art style. Actually, it's too bad we didn't get to it. I but so Bound coming out August sixteenth. PlayStation Four. I'm really looking forward to it. it. Nice. It's going to be Journey, but with ballet. Oh, as I've gotten older, I've gotten really bad about keeping up with what's releasing. Me too. Well, now yeah. you know. Just Good thing yeah, we have yeah, this moment yeah. with Logan. That's why we have it. <laughs> I, I normally just like I go through when as things are announced and everything. I'm like, I will play that. I'll like add it to my Amazon wish list or something. Yeah, and so then I'll good. just I'll just like yeah, check. Yeah. I'll just check through it every once mm, in a while and be like, yeah. Ooh, this is coming out. So. I mean, usually when I decide to buy a game, it's the day of. Yeah. I like show up to the store and I'm like, that one. Or I'm on Amazon and I've been like drinking and too. I'm like, that one. Yeah, like drunk. Nowadays, drunk I'm orders. like, once it hits $30 on that sale. Yeah, yeah now you're like <laughs> waiting for the price to go down. Yeah, like Overwatch. I had no idea that it was coming out. Me neither. I, and and it was either. out. And people were like, Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. like, what's happening? What, yeah, when and this I, knew it was I was watching out. like. Uh, betas, but I was like, "What is this? Like Team Fortress Three? What is? Seriously? What's going on?" Yeah, and, and uh, no, it was a Blizzard first person. Right. <laughs> Turns out to be in incredible. Great. I'll probably when that one get when that one goes on a sale, I'll probably snag it for Xbox One too. What Overwatch? Overwatch. Just yeah, man, we need play uh, every once in a while. Yeah, we need team to play just me and cheat. Now. Oh, oh, I yeah. told I'll you, you probably missed it. They're doing that huge. Oh, I think I meant to put that on my thing, but I forgot. What a good reminder! <laughs> the Xbox One S bundles 
are going to be fucking amazing. Oh, really? And that comes out the because second. I didn't realize that was so it soon. It comes out so soon. I August have to find August some 2nd? money yeah. quick. The Xbox S? The, yeah, the, the one, one S. S. So, the, okay. so they're going to do bundles of you can do like Madden. Yeah. Madden. <laughs> but they're also going to do... Um, that inflated sucks. Madden. <laughs> they're going to do a huge Halo bundle oh, for the Xbox wait, you, One that's S. What oh, that's what you were tweeting yeah, at us about. And yeah. the one that's All, only like 500 a, gigs is going to be like 250. Is that's it going to be... That is pretty good. Is it going to be every Halo? Yeah. It's going to be the first four. Like the, It's going to be the Master the... Chief collection. And then Halo 5. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of them. It's a lot of Halo. If ever there were a time, and you've never played Halo, get, I've never played Halo. <laughs> You're so in for such a treat if you if you did it. <laughs> and it's white, and I like white consoles, so yeah. it'll look really good on my entertainment. There you go. Match your white PlayStation. Exactly, 4. my beautiful Ooh. PlayStation. Which I'm still, to tell the I'm kind of jealous that's that right. you got Yeah, now you're that super I jealous. Oh, I've seen it. I will say, update to PS4 VXbox episode. Dude, the PS4 controllers blow. Really? That's so yeah, true. Yeah, like, I my cannot. little game pads are already wearing off. Oh, I, yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I'm I mentioned playing... that, though. You did? <laughs> no, you did. Point Xbox. Bring out the tally sheet. <laughs> Bring out the sheet. <laughs> I, did, I, so I, had definitely... buy, I had to buy replacements. Yeah. Pads. So they, we mentioned it, but those? I really yeah. underestimated like how boring. much I would hate it. I'm like, oh, maybe. Xbox controllers. I stuck with it. I stuck with it for as long as I could, and I was like, nope. Maybe I'm, like, playing Overwatch too hard. That's what I thought. I thought I was just being real aggressive. And I was like, ooh. Uh But I have small thumbs. Come on. (laughs) So that's bullshit. I'm a a mouse and keyboard kind of dude whenever it comes down to it. But the Xbox One controller is just so much more ergonomic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels right. I don't mind the shape of the PlayStation controller, but its lasting power would be great. It's pretty awesome. Oh, no, no, no. don't die, camera. Don't die. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The PlayStation controller just never, never done it for no, me. No, it never feels right. The PS3 controller I love, and the PS1 controller, like and the PS2. The, the PS4 is probably the biggest departure. So it's just what... the durability too. Yeah, just the durability of the PS4. It was... Just the PS4 controllers. It was the 360, which I think is a lot better than the original Xbox controller. When I go back to the original Xbox controller, I don't like it. I yeah. liked it at the time, yeah. but the original Xbox controller. I mean, do you know? Have you so, ever yeah. held it? Uh, that thing yes. is. is I like used to play brick. with the with the fat controllers. They fit my hands. They're just the fat, like the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I need the small controllers. controllers. They are like potato when I hold an Xbox controller, I'm like, my hands are so little. I can't do this. But like the PlayStation controllers, they fit just right. And yeah. I'm like, yay, small handed. I wanna, I wanna make one of the custom Xbox oh, yeah. controllers. Remember Those do I look think pretty that you like made cool. it yourself. Like they molded to your hands. That's what I thought. Remember oh, you guys yeah, first yeah, yeah. said and that? I was like, like, no. I was like, how much is that? Like eight hundred dollars? Like your special controller? No, it's just like color schemes. Right. That'd be pretty cool. I might, I might buy one of those one. I want them to have biometric access where you have to do the fingerprinting uh-huh. in order or for like you to use you. the controller. Like, no, this is my controller. This is Settle mine. the age old fight between co op players. Doesn't the Lithical have one of the uh, Xbox Pros? The, yeah, the, he does. It's got like extras. Oh, I've thought about doing that. It's $150. It's How many buttons does that thing have? It's like. It's got like two extra, I think. You can tell when people have them. No, because the D pad has like eight. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It it's looks really weird. cool. I, but again, they're yeah, too expensive. James does have one. And he's got the mic. He's always like, um, get a better headset. <laughs> you know, he's like, you have to hear the footsteps. I'm like, you're like listening for footsteps behind you. <laughs> he always gives me shit. I'm like, oh, someone came up behind me. He's like, should I have a good headset? <laughs> you know, you can hear him. I'm like, Jesus, What kind of headset man. do you have? Just a regular Xbox headset. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a new, like a nice one. He can, he can he's hear got, like, people the game, sneaking. He's got the pro yeah. gamer ones, I think. Mm. That you see, like, like, the I got the, uh, I have the... 
PlayStation, the Sony Gold wireless headset. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. I had my Razer Kraken Pro. Oh yeah, but what'd you get? They won't. Oh, I got Turtle Beach instead. Oh nice. Yeah. So it sounded it's pretty, really nice. You sounded pretty clear when we were playing the other day. On oh the, yeah. Yeah. People tell me that, and I'm like, speak up. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, did we answer all of your questions? Yeah, I think so I, I'm glad it turned. It is. It was more of a conversation about the art of games which is which is exactly what i wanted to be oh yeah yeah no, it was great because i know we did like we did the game the the conversation on art style on um, art direction and stuff like that like how many so 82 like tw- yeah that's what it was but this one like this was a much deeper dive into it and i think it, it actually it came, was it came across really well so i was yep. this is a really fun conversation so that it was, was an good. excellent excellent thank topic thank you good thanks guess. for good having guess. me guys you're welcome nice. it was great to have great to have you on but again this has been an episode of Team Chat Podcast, and if you have any questions or comments, and let us know where what your favorite art styles are in some of your games, favorite games that you think is the most beautiful games that you really can't get into that much because you just don't like how they look, let us know at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com or send us a message. Or, oh, yes. Also, if you have a favorite concept artist, put them Ooh. on like the Facebook or something. Yeah, like that. that'd be nice. Oh, to because yeah. I, I always like to like see let's people's start a, portfolios. Let, let, we'll Matt start a thread. Nava. Actually, Journey. I have a few I'll post, I'll post tonight. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll see. I want to see we'll the, the studio, or the snake images. I've never yeah, seen yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, post one, I'll yeah. post one on Facebook. Solid yeah, snake. so post your favorite concept artist as well onto the Facebook or Twitter page, which are team, at Team Chat Podcast. Yeah, at Team Chat Podcast or Facebook.com slash Team Chat Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can watch these cool, awesome videos. Until next time, I'm your host, Jarrett Wilson. Join to my right. My far right by Rachel Mogan. Peace out. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Later. And our special guest. Thanks hey. for being on the show. Spencer Tullis. <laughs> Spencer Tullis. Bye, y'all. <laughs> like we'll that. see you all next time. <laughs>